Welcome everybody. We are live. We are live. My name is Jason Aponte. I am Andrew Pasquini. We're working. That's it. We're working over here. That's it. Let's go Niners. Let's go Niners. Sprint Ride Option Podcast. It is a new episode of the Sprint Ride Option Podcast. I am Andrew Pasquini, joined as always by Jason Aponte. Jason, I just want to say you are still glowing from how good you looked from the Sroppies on Wednesday. Uh, so I just wanted to give you that compliment early on. Get that out of the way. Find someone who hypes you up the way that Andrew hypes up his co-host. And I appreciate you so much, man. I needed you know, that so- lift today. Like I just needed that. I needed that small little boost, boost right there. And that's why people words can affect people's day when you're nice and you give someone a compliment you don't know how they can turn someone's day around and andrew just did that and that was completely not scripted by the way yeah nothing's ever scripted on the screen you think we plan any of these shows out that's our that's our that's our that's our charm guys we don't plan any of this out we just kind of talk um yeah man hey it's uh part four of six i believe of our 49ers free agent review uh just to update everybody at where we're at we've already done three episodes we have done lake and tomlinson we have done dj jones and we have we have done jaquaski tart uh today is monday we are doing raheem moster uh and a large part of that i'm gonna let you in on a little secret guys it's not actually monday we're recording on friday and we pick moster today uh well we already had moster planned uh, as one of our free agents, we were going to talk about, but we're going to do we're going to open up with Raheem Mostert because of the news uh, that came out on today. Uh, by the time you listen to this Friday, that the 49ers and Raheem Mostert have been in conversations with each other about bringing Mostert back to the team. Um, so that's why we're doing him first before Kwan Williams is a little more relevant right now. Um, so Jason, who is Raheem Mostert? Might you ask if you're a new 49er fan, you don't know who Raheem Mostert is. Well, you're, congratulations. You're about to find out Raheem Mostert. He is a running back for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, he is, uh, he's been with the Niners for six years now. Uh, he was picked up in 2016 during the season. He was with Chicago and we talked a little bit about watching DJ Jones grow. We talked, uh, watching Dequaski Tart grow, Raheem Mostert's in his own category of watching him grow because the Niners brought him in as a special teams player. And uh, we slowly, slowly, slowly watched him develop into the best running back on this roster. And that was when he was with the Niners, when he was really running with them, that was with uh, Matt Breida. And that was with Tevin Coleman. And that was with Jarek McKinnon. And this little special teams player just kind of reared his head and said, hey, by the way, I'm the best running back on this team now. And I still think that's the case. I still think, uh, no disrespect to Jeff Wilson, uh, Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon. I think if everybody's healthy and we're going to talk about the health thing, uh, Raheem Mostert is running back one on this team. And I think that's why spoilers, the Niners need to bring him back. Uh, so Jason, what are your thoughts on Mostert before we really dive into his stats and who he is just kind of general thoughts on Raheem Mostert. Yeah. I mean, the injury thing is is obviously a valid concern, and yeah. it's it's more it's more of the standard than it is some sort of weird thing. He just unfortunately has gotten injured, but I think that's exactly why he'll be able to be brought back if he chooses to come back. Because I'm sure Miami is going to make a push for him, especially because they have the the scheme for it and they have the money to you know offer him, but. I'm going to point back to certain things. Jason Verrett came back because he talked about culture. 
Raheem Mostert is a guy who, while he was injured, was tweeting about every 49ers game, was on the mm-hmm. sideline during games as well, too. And I'm not sure I can remember another player that wasn't a long-term player in terms of like a cornerstone guy. Like J.J. Watt got injured in Houston, but he would be talking about the team. He would be on the sideline because he's a cornerstone guy. Not sure that I remember a complimentary piece that Raheem Mostert is being so involved and and the culture. So I'm going to keep pointing to things like that as to why the 49ers have a bit of an upper hand. Also, it behooves the 49ers, even though he's injured, to bring him in to once you saw all of the injuries that happened this season, you need as many backs as possible. And Raheem Mostert is perfect for the scheme. It's gonna be it's gonna be a seamless fit as usual. But like when you look at Elijah Mitchell, he got injured three times. Mm-hmm. Jeff Wilson had to come back. Um, you know, you want to lighten the load on Debo Samuel. So there there's a there's a balance that needs to be hit in terms of divvying off these carries to keep everyone fresh. Because you don't want to overwork Elijah Mitchell. You don't want to overwork Debo Samuel. You definitely don't want to over, overwork Debo Samuel. And the reason that he was so a part of the run game is because that home run factor that Raheem Mostert has, no one else on this team has but Debo Samuel. And for the people who said, well, you don't need to bring Mostert back. You have Mitchell. They're not the same player. And it, it really irks me at times when people say, mini Mostert, you know, or... No, I, I feel you're doing Raheem Mostert a large disrespect. Like, like you're doing him a big disservice at this point because his vision, his one cut, get up the field in this scheme, I, I don't think that people understand how special that is. Now, he was largely uh, you know, a special teamer everywhere else, but sometimes things click and sometimes things work. And that's why another reason why I feel like Raheem Mostert is bound to come back because of the way that he knows. One, he can he can eat in the scheme and two this team is a playoff team a team that is you know just just went to the nfc championship game so going to miami and taking the money i would not you know turn my nose up at that but are you ready to compete on the highest level with the dolphins i wouldn't say yes right now um in year one for raheem Mostert. so that's another thing so i i guess i just wrapped up about why raheem Mostert should come back yeah, and I think it's it's a totally different conversation um, because injuries do happen, and and there are reasons, there are valid reasons why teams don't bring back players. But to me, why you need to bring back a Raheem Mostert type? Listen, this this is a totally different conversation. If you have a player with Raheem Mostert's injury history, and he's on Ezekiel Elliott money, he's on you know the the higher paid running backs salary. But we're talking about a player who in 2021, I believe that was last year. I don't know why I forgot what year last year was, 2021. He was on the books for $2.9 million. That's not a lot of money. That That's not. That's less than what they gave uh, 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 Tevin Coleman. That's less than what they gave Jarek McKinnon. So we're talking about a player who's not going to cost a ton of money. And if he can stay healthy, and I get that's a big if, I, I, I totally understand that. You're talking about maybe the most electrifying player on the San Francisco 49ers, not Nainers. What is a Nainer? God, Andrew. God. You think I would talk? I talk about this team. I would be able to say the 49ers, uh, not named Debo Samuel, right? He, he is the most explosive player on this team, not named Debo Samuel. And you got to remember Trey Sermon, Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson. 
they're all players who were supposed to share carries with Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert entered 2021 as running back one. He he was the guy. Um, and ideally, man, if, if you can give me 2019 Raheem Mostert with the workload he had, he only had 137 carries for 5.6 yards per carry, which is insane. And you give me the the same production that you got out of Elijah Mitchell with less carries because he he got a big workload last year. You don't you don't want that kind of workload on your running back. The goal is 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 Mitchell had 200 plus carries in 2019, or excuse me, Mitchell in 2021 had 200 plus carries. In 2019, you had Mostert at 137. You ideally want to get both guys closer to that Mostert number. So you don't have games where Elijah Mitchell misses because of the wear and tear. You don't have games where Mostert misses because of the wear and tear. You keep both guys fresh. And now if you can get the production Mostert can give you and the production Elijah Mitchell can give you in terms of less carries and both can stay healthy, we are now potentially talking about one of the best one-two punches in the NFL, we're talking about a dude who has the speed of Raheem Mostert, the ability to get outside, his his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield with the, the in-between-the-tackle style of Elijah Mitchell, how physical he can be when he runs the ball. And we're now talking about a very good running back duo that maybe Shanahan hasn't seen yet because, yeah, he's had some great running back room since he's been with the 49ers. But nothing will, if you get what we think Raheem Mostert can be and you get what we think Elijah Mitchell can be together in the same room, Kyle Shanahan's going to be the happiest man, not just in Santa Clara County, not just California, not just America, maybe the world. He might be the happiest man in the world with that running back room. And they're probably going to add someone else as well, too. So, like a Justin Jackson who has experience with Anthony Lynn. And, and again, it's not it's not an indictment on any of these guys to say you're bringing in someone else. Kyle Shanahan largely shifted what he wants to do with running backs in terms of touches, largely to a bell cow role for the first time since he's been in charge of any sort of personnel or, or any sort of running game. Alfred Morris, I feel like, in Washington was the closest to that. And now, this year, it was out of necessity that it became Elijah Mitchell more than anything. And look, credit to Elijah Mitchell. He obviously rookie rushing, you know, record the entire year, but he got injured three times. Mm -hmm. And it's clear that that's, it's hard for any back to keep up that sort of production, especially when certain games would dictate you being in between the tackles. You're not running as much outside zone because you're trying to catch the defense off guard. And Elijah Mitchell deserves a ton of credit for that as well, too. But when you talk about, People saying, "Well, he's just as fast as most." That's wrong. And what 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 I what I what I think is the, the home run ability of Mostert. Even if let's say this ACL injury um, zaps a little of it, he's still faster than anybody on this team when he has the ball in his hands. And it's it's really crazy, right? The the game that he got injured was Week One against the Detroit Lions. He literally had the first two carries, I believe, after the fumble. The first run was like 11 yards. The second one was like nine. Like, like mm-hmm. most of it was hooking. And it just, again, with the fast motion that they implemented, all of those things are conducive to him. I just think 
there's a little bit more to be said about the human element of this whole portion. Raheem Mostert knows that this is the team that largely got everybody to know his name and gave him a shot. And how loyal is he going to be to that? So I really believe that it's a really good chance that he comes back. But for people to just automatically say, well, you can just let him walk because Mitchell's here. That's the part that I have a lot of pushback on. I don't think that you got, I think one, it's okay to be excited about Elijah Mitchell and that's fine. But it's also disrespectful to Raheem Mostert in terms of the explosiveness. And I I think that Elijah Mitchell has had explosive runs, but I just, there's that gear that Raheem has that nobody else has. And not that it's bad because not only does nobody on the 49ers have it, nobody in the league really has it. So it's not, it's not a disrespect to Elijah Mitchell in the, in, in the other way. It's more a credit to how great Raheem Mostert is and, and how well he fits. Like he scores a touchdown in 2020 on the first, uh, on that pass play from uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, right? On the, on the, uh, what do we call it? Let's, let's bother Richmond trade. It's a Texas route. He's going to get so mad. Um, I thought it was a choice route. And no, 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 no. Uh, we just want to get rich mad. It's a Texas. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so, uh, and then it's funny. Week two, the first play of the game is an outside zone toss against the Jets. Crip, crip call. And that's the difference. That That is something that not many teams have. In fact, very few teams have in terms of just straight home run ability, if any. Um, that And that's the portion that Raheem Mostert brings to this offense, the explosiveness. Yeah, and, and even if you're Elijah Mitchell's biggest fan, right? Like, wouldn't you want the workload taken off of him a little bit so he can be more productive with his carries and not as hurt? And, and, and to me, man, like, running back is a position that Kyle Shanahan intentionally keeps deep for, for one reason or another. If, if he, if he needs, you know, a change of pace back with a Jeff Wilson, a little more physical, he has that. But even on the opposite side of the spectrum where he can pick and choose what running back he wants on the opposite side of that spectrum, let's say you have a Matt Breida who develops a fumbling problem and you don't, want to use Matt Breida anymore. Now you have a Tevin Coleman. Now you have a Jarek McKinnon. Now you have a Raheem Mostert. Kyle Shanahan likes to keep this position deep and he likes to keep it cheap and pause if you want, I guess. I don't know, man. Deep and cheap. Um, It just rhymes. Deep and cheap. That's what we like. Um, and, And so that's why I think you need to bring back Mostert because Yes, the injuries are a question. Let's talk about the injuries. He played 16 games in 2019, the Super Bowl year, but since then, he has played in nine of the possible 33 games. He only had two carries in, in 2021 before he goes out. So, yes, it's kind of like Jaquaski Tart. You can't question the ability when he's on the field. But, yeah, you can, you can sure as hell come back at us and say, well, he's not on the field. That is a concern. But I think what it comes back to is we are not talking about, and I don't know why I keep picking, I just know Ezekiel Elliott makes a lot of money. We're not talking about an Ezekiel Elliott type of contract. This is going to be a very small deal. So I don't understand why people are so ready to push Mostert out when I think if you have a healthy Raheem Mostert, that is going to make Elijah Mitchell better. That's going to make Trey Sermon better if he if he gets snaps. That's going to make a Jeff Wilson Jr. better if they choose to bring him back as well. That's going to make whoever they bring back better. So to me, like, just bring him back. There's no reason not to. If 
if he doesn't work out as a running back for whatever reason, um, you know, he, he has a special teams background. That's not going to happen. They're not going to kick him back to special teams after being a running back one. But I'm, I'm just saying, hypothetically, you have options to use him in. You could use him in, in, in past plays and past situations. There's different ways to use him. So to me, this is, this is a no, this is a no brainer. Like just, just bring them back. It's not going to hurt anybody. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You have Elijah Mitchell, you have Trey Sermon, but if you work, oh, if it works, oh my God, you have Raheem Mostert, Elijah Mitchell, like, come on, that, that that's hard to pass up as Kyle Shanahan. Yep, for sure. And you'll be able to keep everybody fresh and you'll be able to do what you want to do at the end of games, which is finish games off with the running game because one of those guys will be healthy and you'll be able to take care of it. And I think uh, a little bit, too, that's lost. And we've talked about explosive plays and we've talked about a little bit of finesse from Raheem Mostert, but there's a little bit of nasty in Raheem Mostert, Mm -hmm. too. I think that in 2020, a lot of people forgot that the Rams game, the first one that they won, when Jimmy was coming off of the injury was largely on the back of Raheem Mostert running physical, like pushing guys down to the ground in between the tackles. Obviously he has some big runs, but he's, he doesn't get enough credit. I feel for how physical he actually runs as well too. So it it does behoove the 49ers to bring him back, man. This, this offense will be that much more explosive. I just, I pity a defense here. Let me paint a picture with audio only. Okay, guys, I want everybody to close their eyes. Okay. Close your eyes. My eyes are closed. Close your Just eyes. Picturing Jason Aponte in a suit. No, don't do that. That don't do that. Here's here's what it is. John B. Sh- shotgun. Stop it. Shotgun. <laughs> shotgun. Uh, shotgun's look right. Trey Lance, where Raheem Most is standing next to him. Debo Samuel's running through. The ball is there. It's in the zone. Read. You've got three options on where the ball is going to go. Picture yourself being that linebacker, and then picture that ball being handed off to Raheem Mostert while that edge player is dead set on running at Trey Lance, and Raheem Mostert has nothing but grass in front of him to dice everybody up. That, as a defensive coordinator, as a linebacker, as a defender, should keep you up late at Mm -hmm. night. And that's the whole reason that you bring him there is because of everything that's about to happen with Trey Lance starting. I believe that that only... That only heightens the reason that you should bring back Raheem Mostert to effectively up this run game a little bit more. Give it that little bit of oomph. Yeah, and to me, like if anybody's anti bringing back Raheem Mostert, you're honestly like you're just telling me that you're anti bringing back as many weapons for Kyle Shanahan to use. Like, right? Like, like to me, man. Like as I said, I understand the injury situation. Like that's totally viable, but. It's the off season, Jason. We can live in a world where we can pretend every player on the Niners is going to play all 17 games next season. And you can't tell me otherwise until it happens. And that's the beauty of the off season. Uh, so Jason, we're at the point of the show now, uh, scale of one to five, everybody's favorite scale. Uh, in terms of importance, the 49ers bring Raheem Mostert back five being the most important one being not so important, probably don't need to bring him back. Uh, so Jason, where do you have the uh, Raheem Mostert on the must bring back scale? Make it a four and closer to five than anything. I would love it. Um, just because you're going to bring in somebody in free agency. Do not draft anybody 49ers, please. If you're listening, John Lynch, um, don't please trade do not up draft another, and, and, and don't let people jump over you so they can draft a better back. Yes. I'm not letting that go about Javante Williams either anytime soon. But, yeah, it's a four. And just just based on the way that this offense can move with him and what they can do in terms of keeping defenses honest, and I I just shudder to think about 
what this offense would look like with Trey Lance under center or uh, in shotgun with Raheem Mostert, with, with Debo Samuel running across. It's just it's a nightmare that I would not want to have to prepare for. Yeah, and, you know, good teammate, better human being, and um, I would love to see him finish his career with the team that that really featured him. And he's a Chip Kelly signing, by the way, too, for everybody who uh, who who wants to make sure that, you know, Kyle Shanahan gets the credit for, you know, using him. But Chip Kelly saw the vision and he uh, he brought him in. So but so we got to make sure we give our credit to him. Um, I'm going to give an honest grade. I, I, I want to say four or five because I really like him. But I think with every running back Kyle Shanahan has, it's, it's, it's going to be a three. Uh, and that's just because of how good Kyle Shanahan is with running backs. It's do they need to bring Raheem Mostert back? Not necessarily. Should they? Yes. And and the reason I say a three and Jason, I'm going to go back to our oldest running sprint ride option podcast uh, joke. Kyle Shanahan can get three yards per carry out of my dad. So why can't he get, why can't he get somewhat of the same production from another running back that he gets from Mostert? But I'll, I'll lean a little bit more of a four. I'm going to cheat and say three and four. Uh, three, because you Kyle Shanahan gets productions out of running backs, right? That That's what it is. But the reason it, I, I would say a four is, is Mostert wants to be here. And and outside of that, the, the three, you remember the three minutes after the 2019 season where like Mostert's agent tweeted, like Mostert hates the Niners. And then like three minutes later, Mostert tweeted, nah, we signed a contract. We're good. Um, Outside of those three minutes, dude, like Mostert wants to be here. And if you can get him healthy on this field, you have a top five running back duo in the league. And then that's just what it is. So in terms of position and importance to Kyle Shanahan, a three of just running backs, you know, Kyle Shanahan can, can a dime a dozen to him. But in terms of who Raheem Mostert is specifically, I'll take a four. Okay. I like it. I think kind that's stole, fair. Kind of, kind of stole mine while you hedge your bet. Uh, I mean, I see you. It's, it's you know, cool. whatever. I did, listen, people, if you've listened to the Sprint Ride Option podcast uh, religiously, you've probably picked up now. I just take Jason's ideas and just kind of agree with them, and I look smart for doing it. No. Uh, so that's okay. Um, yeah, only so only that, one of us called the season, though, at three and five. You weren't, so now who looks smart? <laughs> I just don't like to overreact. That's all. Jason, I love overreacting. Jason, yeah, come on, spicy Aponte, uh, Jason. So that's going to be it for the Raheem Mostert episode. Uh, so just as I said at the top, just kind of remind you what the schedule is. Today is Monday. It's also Friday. We told you that, but it's it's Monday, guys. It's Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, Today is the Raheem Mostert episode. Wednesday we are going to do Kwan Williams, and then Friday is going to be kind of the rest because the 49ers have twenty unrestricted free agents right now. And I don't think you guys want to hear us do 20 episodes for each individual player. We would love to talk at you guys that long, uh, but probably not. We don't want to flood the market too much with our thoughts. So we're going to have a just kind of the, the best of the rest because uh, there's a few guys probably we, we won't mention. Uh, so that's the schedule. Jason Aponte, as always. Let's go Niners. We like to be deep and cheap.